Hey drivers, have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. Hey, drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over-the-road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner-operators, and even part-time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to $0.54 cents a mile. Teams get up to $0.58 cents a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice. No-touch freight and 60% drop in hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the Elite Fleet. Four days on and four days off. Hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the lease purchase program. With payments as low as $345, you can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. I'd rather be a hammer than a nail. Yes, I would. If I only... I don't even remember the words to that song. Ruth Ann's like sitting there looking at me. She's over in the uh, separate area of this studio that we're in right now doing her little... What I call her little fidgety things. She starts a project and can't... Ruth Ann's one of those people... In case you guys out there know, there's different kinds of people in the world. Ruth Ann's one of those kinds of people, if you ask her a question, right, you cannot get her to multitask and talk about more than one thing at a time. She, and it's really funny, if you said, hey, Ruth Ann, what's two plus two? Okay, as she was explaining that it's four to you, if you got it and you said, oh, yeah, that's right, I know what the answer is, never mind. She still has to get out what she was trying to say. She cannot, it's almost like the words are trapped in her now and she's got to let her moving that chair out. And so she'll do that. And so it's really, and, and like I've known Ruthann for 26 years and what's, you know, you got to kind of get used to each other. She's also one of those kind of people if we're walking by something that's messy or something 
And if she stops for a second to work on it, we could be like rushing to get to an appointment. Ruth, you know I'm right. <laughs> I'm not saying it. We could be rushing to an appointment, and if you stop... And there's a project there. We're going to be late because Ruth Ann's got to get it done. It's like, it's like the words you can't, you can never stop. Well, here's the thing. If I'm going somewhere and like. Oh, by the way, this is a trucking podcast. Yeah. For all you truckers out there, you guys, well, you I'm guys gonna, get, you guys get the full Monty with us. You get our lives too. So I, well, I this felt might help I had drivers, to let you know about Ruth Ann's life. This might help drivers with insights on their wives because maybe their wives are very much like I am. But if, see, we have dogs in our home. So yes, we, we not have, cats, though. Remember, we no, just did no a podcast cats. about cats. But we have three dogs. Lola is a mini schnauzer who's about, you know, 10 pounds and, and, and is on her deathbed. And her breath stinks. Oh, horribly. And then you have our Boston Terrier, Carmel. He, he is the boss. And it's sad because he's from Boston. You should never have anybody be your boss if they're from Boston. He's a spitfire. That's all I have to say. Yeah. He is, he's got personality. But... The one that causes some of the most trouble is the big boy. Dexter. Dexter. Smexter Dexter. He's a pit bull. He is a blue, beautiful blue brindle pit. But And he's very stubborn. Yes. So what he does is him and the terrier, Carmel, so Dexter and Carmel, will work together. And if there's something on my counter, they'll pull it off, destroy it, eat it. Leave pieces of it around. No, and I mean, they'll, they eat towels. They eat anything. They, they it, Dexter will eat an entire towel if you wipe something up with it that has food on it. Yeah. And then it takes him from one end of the yard to the other to poop it out. And it's a big, long, giant string after a couple of days. So, hence, gross. if we're on our way out and, you know, I'm walking through the kitchen to go out through, you know, the door and I see something on the counter or, or something to the effect of, oh, my dog's going to get that and then rip it around my house and I'll pay for it later. I usually try to remove it or push it or do something. So that kind of gets in the way. So so you don't sound like your, metal, your, your mellow self today. You're kind of all pumped up. Pumped up. No. Are you, are, you, are you chilled? I'm chilled. Okay. So I'm an ice cube. You're, you're an ice cube. I'm a cubette. Yes, you are. So... Uh, Got a couple things that I wanted to mention uh, that I was reading up on. And, you know, I got to tell you, you know, truckers, I think they all share my opinion most of the time. And I just read this in the headline here. I get, you know, we get all these articles that are sent to us. Pilot. Pilot truck stops. Mm-hmm. Pilot joins list of truck stops. I'm sorry. List of truck stop chains requiring masks. Right. So, I mean, we just had, we just went through this in Florida with Walmart and um, Publix, and then Winn-Dixie jumped in on it, okay? And everybody pretty much knows who Publix is. But anyways, it took maybe 48 hours for them all to announce, um, we're not going to enforce it anymore, because too many people are going, F you. Mm-hmm. F, F you if you think I'm going to wear a mask in your, in your store. Hey, what about the mask you have on? Isn't that good enough? And you know what? I'm going to tell you. That's my motto. Well, here's my deal. I mean, I know some people are so paranoid. Oh, my God. We had a guy in church the other day. I said hi to him. I said, what's up, Dean? And he says, just trying to keep six feet away from everybody. I'm like, well, where's your mask at, dude? You're trying to keep six feet away. I said, I said, and here's what you really should know. The world never shut down over the flu. How comes, how comes in, in our life... Now, one time did a, a doctor's office say, you got to wear a mask in flu season to come in here. 
and the flu kills as many or more people than the COVID. I got a report from Texas the other day, right? The Texas Health, the Gov site, and it showed the last 12 months, the flu, I'm just going to throw these numbers out, and I have a right to my opinion. So anybody out there that's going, oh, no, you better cover your face. F that. I'd ra- I would rather you shoot me in the, in the head and end my life than the re- live my le- rest of my life breathing through a damn mask afraid of each other. And I'm telling you right now, you could put a bullet in me. That's just the way I feel. That's my personal feeling. So I got these numbers from Texas the other day, right? In the last 12 months, 10,000, roughly 10,000 people died from the flu in Texas. Sad. But every year, that's probably how many die there every year. Nobody, nobody ever goes berserk or crazy and, and flips out or, or panics. Nobody does. It's like a million people a year die from the flu and nobody panics. So anyway, so the other... And the world don't shut down. The world don't shut down. And it ain't usually election year. That's all I'm going to say there. But anyway, so, so going back to the numbers in Texas, they showed the last seven months of the COVID-19 deaths. They had 3,600. So if you do the math, add five more months worth of COVID deaths onto that, it comes to about 6,000. And I'm actually being generous. It's actually under 6,000 for a 12-month period, okay, is what it averages out to. That means the flu has killed about 4,000 more in a 12-month period than the COVID-19. But nobody's panicking. You know, I see you want to say something, but I just want to add one other thing. All you have to do is have the media run their big mouth and panic the shit out of everybody. And you want to know something? I'm going to give you a perfect example. Do you remember the West Nile virus? Vaguely. And the flesh-eating disease from the ocean. Vaguely. Right, vaguely. But I know you do know what the West Nile. Yeah, I do. Okay, approximately 12 to 25 people, I think, a year die from the West Nile virus back then and still today. But four or five years ago, 10 years ago, when the West Nile virus was first introduced, the the United States was in a panic. Oh, my God, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die of encephalitis. That's what it was called. And you know what? They were all panicking and buying mosquito repellent, and they were all out there protecting. They were all so scared they were going to die of West Nile virus. You want to know something? They stopped after about... After the media stopped covering it, you don't ever hear anything about it. You don't hear anybody covering up with nets, panicking. But during that coverage of the West Nile virus that was killing, okay, I I can't even, I don't even, 12 people, 30 people even a year is like, people die from rare diseases from that in a year or less. And here you got... Less than two dozen people average dying in the United States from West Nile virus from a mosquito, bo- and they still do today, right? Well, what the hell? What? Everybody was going panicky nuts. They were, they were going freaking out. The SARS, same thing. Every time the media gets their, their freaking teeth on something and they want to scare people, they start pumping this crap up. And we, you know what? This is the truth. I'm not knocking the COVID, but I am saying this. I know. some Last time we talked about the COVID, some guy wrote in. You know what this guy wrote in? He said, you want to know? He said, that was uncalled for. You're talking about the coronavirus that way. I, I, I expect an apology or I'm, I'm never going to listen to your show again. You know what I did? Nothing. I, I absolutely did nothing. I'm not going to apologize for my opinion. It's the bottom line. The bottom line with, with me is, is if, if the COVID is the reason to be real about 
shutting everything down and panicking like we're all going to die. The only ones that are it's killing and unfortunately are elderly and people with a low immune, you know, with a bad immunity. Well, I have an That's all it I is. have here's here's the thing. I have a bad immunity. I have an autoimmune disease and I have not changed anything that I've done. I don't wear my mask. Only thing I do is I wash my hands and I use stuff like, you know, the spray like Lysol and stuff, but I've always done that. So I'm in those bad statistics also. But the one thing you didn't mention is the Zinka. Remember that? No, it's the Zinka. Zinka was from mosquitoes. And it, when a pregnant woman was got oh, bitten yeah, by a mosquito, I do remember that one. every one of their children... They were panicking. Every one of those children are born with defects. Literally. They're called, li- you know, yeah. they're, they're Zinka babies. I'm it's a lifelong disease deformity that these these infants that the, these parents then have to to care for but you don't hear about it anymore either and and here's somebody said to me the other day well the difference is there's a cure for the flu no there's not there's a cue for last year's flu yeah, when a, you get an inge- when you get the flu shot it's last year's dead yeah. strain the vaccines are never for the there's current no, year so every year it comes out and yeah. every year it's a new strand and any old strands you can get your vaccine against it they're still out there so you have not only right. the new strand of the flu but you have the three or four other ones that had been the last couple of years too right if you get the flu right now there's no cure all shot that you can get absolutely freaking lutely not right i'm just saying that there's there's a million things to die from out there and and i feel bad i'm gonna say this i i feel bad for from anybody that gets the covid19 and dies but that's somebody 99.9 percent of those people that have died would have died from the flu and that's been proven right. so the flu is going to get you the covid's going to get you a car accident's going to get you but i'm telling you right now you know the pilot they're making truck drivers now sh- Walk in there with a face mask on. It, in, in my honest opinion, if I have, to, if if there's a place and I have to go in, I will wear a mask. I will obey the law or the rules. I don't think it's an actual law. It's their rule. No, it's their it's their rule. I will I will obey that. But I'm going to tell you, I'm not happy, and I'm not frequenting. See, there's a difference between needing your your stuff and frequenting your stuff. Like Walmart. I just go in there and buy things here and there. But when they put that rule on, I was dead determined to not even go in and just make you do it. You know what I mean? I was like, screw that. But here's here's something also that I'll, I'll mention real quick, and then we can always move on. We can? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the test for COVID-19, mm-hmm. if you flip it over and they give the little, you know, they always give those warnings and all that. Are, well, on the bottom of it, it says the CDC does not recommend wearing face masks if you're healthy. Oh, and here's if the you do not have the COVID nineteen, they don't they don't want you wearing it. Well, they say breathing your own carbon dioxide and all that stuff. People are, are getting lightheaded. Yeah, and then they also don't make like little kids have to wear that. So it's like, you know, in in the for example, like in most diseases, they always say kids under five and the elderly are always the ones that are susceptible and more in danger, right? But they have this rule where like two year old, you're not going to get a two year old to do it first off. But if they're more susceptible, why are you letting them walk around without it? I'm just, I'm just saying, and I don't want to get into the why, why, why crap. I, I'm not stupid. All right. In my whole lifetime, things come, things go. If I'm going to die and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not being insensitive and I'm sorry if somebody lost somebody to the COVID. But, you know, here's the thing. Why didn't you... Z- why didn't anybody run around saying the sky's falling ever when about a million people die every year on this planet from the flu? Just 
the flu alone. You know, already know, look at Texas. They're averaging thousands, each state, probably five to 10,000 people in each state in the United States is going to die this coming year, just like clockwork, from the flu. And you know what? You never... None of you guys ever panicked and worried about a mask. Not one of you ever worried about washing your hands or touching someone's cart. Not one of you ever were worried about being in a line on a ride or at a grocery store. Nobody ever panicked. And then all of a sudden, okay, we've got this corona crap going on, and it literally shuts down the economy. It shuts down everything we're doing, right? And everybody's jumping on this panic bandwagon not everybody is no the rioters aren't no and yeah exactly you're allowed to riot you're allowed to go to a riot with thousand people but you're not allowed to go to a church or you're not allowed to be in a store uh, within six feet or even a funeral oh yeah you can't even you um, yeah that was another sad thing people weren't allowed to bury you can't you can't you can't mourn yeah they weren't allowed to bury their own dead they weren't even allowed to go in the room with them in the hospital while they were dying to comfort them and and, and put a mask on. That was ridiculous. And I'm going to tell, tell you right now, it was ridiculous. Do you know, here's the other thing. I know people at trucking companies. I won't mention the names of the trucking companies, but I know people that got the, the corona. There, in fact, there was this one trucking company that we know, uh, a bunch of the people in the office had to be quarantined for like a week or two or whatever the quarantine thing is. And I talked to them, okay, and I said, hey, man, how you feeling okay? He called me from his house, this guy. You know what he said? He said, Troy, I don't, it doesn't even feel like a cold. He said, I got a, just a slight nothing. He said, and so here's what I'm going to leave everybody with. And again, if you write it and say I was being insensitive, I'm not being insensitive. I'm just saying I'm, the 99% of people that it doesn't affect in a negative way we're getting annoyed with uh, walking down the road and everybody looking at each other like, oh, my God, if I breathe your air, I'm gonna, we're going to die. Poison. Ah, cooties. Uh, screw that. <coughs> now, exactly. Okay, so here's what I want to leave you with. If I want you to answer, I'm going to ask you this question. Me? Yeah. Oh. Okay, if 99% of the people that get the COVID-19 barely feel a cold, the 1%, when they get it, they know it because it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I know that the, they're saying right. the ones that are, it's affecting badly, it's a nightmare. It's like, it's like severe bronchitis or pneumonia. Correct. Okay. All right. Now, that's 99% that don't feel it. 1% does know. When they have the coronavirus, that 1%, they know for sure. The other 99%, most of them don't even realize they have it. Mm-hmm. That's true numbers. Mm-hmm. Listen to this question. Out of 100% of people that get the flu... How many know they got the flu? All of them. Every one of them. You uh, know you exactly. feel like you know, crap. It, t- it took Troy Austin to, 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 to come up with that ingenious question. Praise God for that. But I want to tell you something. This is the truth. Think about those numbers for a second. 99% of everybody that gets the coronavirus, they don't even realize they have it. It's a cold. It's a cough. That's it. But when you get the flu, 100% of you have a fever. You're throwing up. You feel like you feel you got the chills. And, and we're, we're at the lake house right now, and there's an airboat getting ready to go by. Who cares? It's, it is what it is. They're, they're going to. Corona virus. It, it, it's it's uh, you know what I do. I call it the Corona virus. L y r u s. And that's just the way I feel about it. So if you want to write in and say Troy, you're an idiot, you can. I I've been called worse by Ruth Ann even. So <laughs> it's just the truth. But I'm just saying, uh, 99% don't even know they have the COVID. But 100% of everybody that gets the flu, if you got the flu, believe me, you're down, you're sweating, you're. Uh, if you're a grown man, I'm like a big baby when I get the flu. Well, here's the thing. Even a regular head cold. You really know you have, you know, 
the, a sinus infection. Exactly. You know you have the flu. My whole point. The you know aches, body pains, fevers, chills. Yeah, yeah I'm diarrhea, serious. puking. I'm, you name it, it's going to be with there the flu. You go. Yeah, and I'm and listen, I don't have an issue with you guys that do want to wear a mask. I really don't. It's your choice. I'm not knocking your prerogative. You. I'm just knocking anybody that is panicking and and making me wear a mask because guess what? I, I but it, if you're panicking rather, and I'm wearing sorry. a mask, if you're panicking and wearing a mask. Why do I have to wear a mask then if you're wearing one? You're protected then. Why should I have to wear one if I don't want to? If I want to get sick, let me get sick and die. Because more room for you. Yeah, hey, if if you got a mask on and the mask works, you're good to go, brother. Exactly. Why, Why do pay? I have to wear one? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. That's that's like that's forcing me to do something that I don't want to do. I mean, should I buy a red car because you want me to buy a red car? I think you should. I, I don't want a red car. Cops pick up red cars when I'm speeding. But I mean, that's the thing is, is why that's why we have this country as far as being able to have freedom. We should have the choice of it. I don't push my religion on anybody. So why should you push a mask on me? Yeah. Anyway, so that's just our little COVID advice. And take it if you want it and respect our opinion. I respect yours. Like I said, I have no issue. If you wear a mask... I don't have an issue with that. No, I don't care if you. Have I don't a have an issue either. with anybody being a germaphobe, any of that crap. I, I don't have. I, I don't have yeah. an issue. I have friends that are germaphobes. I'm. I'm a semi germaphobe. I. I'm I just, just like to be clean. I respect. If I come into your house, you you make the rules. I mean that sincerely. If okay. we're, if My we're house, out, you need to put your shoes away. Yeah. Well, I don't respect that rule. But okay. <laughs> so you ready to move on? <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, so I just read about a trucker that went the wrong. <laughs> just a, you know, nothing bad happened. Um, this trucker got caught. I think it was in Wisconsin or one of those upper states. It was a dude coming off, coming off the interstate. He's coming down the ramp to his exit, and here comes this big old red freight shaker, <laughs> the wrong way. <gasps> he stops. And the guys, the the guys recording the tractor trailer, and he's like, you know, man, some people shouldn't be driving a tractor trailer. And he made the statement. He's like, if it wasn't for me, you'd be on the interstate going the wrong way. And I and I thought, he, yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. He's actually, what a blessing that was that mm-hmm. somebody was coming down the ramp. And and, uh, and and I will say in defense of the trucker, I mean, a, a couple times um, you go into some, especially if it's a really big intersection. Mm-hmm. It depends on the how the intersection's set up. Some are actually confusing. And a couple times... I went to turn on roads, and I think even you said, oh, not there. And mm-hmm. I actually went, whoa, man, I would have went the wrong freaking way here. Mm-hmm. So my guess is the trucker probably, it's probably an area where it's actually confusing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not sticking up for a bad driver in case anybody's thinking that. I'm just saying, in defense of that trucker, is it probably a good chance that a lot of times these states... I, um, they they paint the roads wrong. They they put the exit in a different area, uh, where or even when they have construction or something where there's other obstacles that are kind of interfering with. They're looking for so many different things. I mean, you already have a truck driver p- trying to pay attention to all the vehicles around them, like the four wheelers and the motorcycles, other trucks, to make sure everything is going right that way. Add in some of the other obstacles, and then not have the signs clearly for east west north or south you know for whichever ramp it's going to be it does make it more difficult and you know they should look more about maybe making ramp signs a different color oh yeah i 100 percent agree i like mean orange well no that's construction color i how, mean how many and florida is really bad 
mm-hmm. for wrong way drivers. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, how many times have we had? We've had several incidents where somebody in a in an SUV with eight people were killed because yeah. some. Con- and you know what's funny? Every time I see somebody going the wrong way, mm-hmm. like they'll they'll all of a sudden they'll have somebody videoing it, right? And it seems like the car doesn't even slow down. They're like, and I think what they do, whether it's a car or a trucker, if you think about it, you you get disoriented. You're going, what? It's like you're kind of in like this foggy confusion. And and then if you don't get, uh, you know, turned around and get it in your mind that, you know, it's almost like an illusion. And, mm-hmm. you're, and you're probably going, man, what's this? This, this, this highway don't seem right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there you are flying up this highway. And next thing you know, I've seen some major head-on collisions, you know, where someone was just, and some people think they're actually trying to commit suicide, but no, a lot of them were, when they get them pulled over, if they live, they're like, man, I was like, I didn't know what was going on. And they were, and instead of just thinking, why don't I just stop and pull to the side here? They don't do that. You would think, you would think that someone would at least go, wait a second, something's not right here. I'm pulling over. They don't. Especially when there's more than one person in the vehicle. You'd think that, you know, like me, I usually holler right away, Joy, watch that, or something stupid. Exactly. You'd think that the, the passengers in the other vehicle would. Here's the other thing I feel sorry for is the people from Europe that they drive naturally on the other side of the road. We're the only ones that drive on the, our side of the road. Yeah, we're Everyone the only else, one. every other country is on the opposite side. Right. They, they're, the, they're always mm-hmm. wrong. They, right. they don't drive correct like the United States does. Right. No, is that what you're saying? No. Like the, those Europeans, especially no. English, the no. England ones. No, if you actually... So the Australians drive on the left, too. Every other country but ours. What? We're the only ones that drive on the... on. So the whole world is wrong except us. Well, I, I think if you actually look at the way the system of the roads and turns are... I even hate... If you look at like those foreign... Like like England and Britain and that. If you, you notice, like the steering wheels on the left, even and it just seems so weird. It's because or, I'm sorry, no, the steering wheels on the right side of the vehicle. Yeah, it just to me, I'm. It's I, weird because we're not used to it. But they're the one. You know, if you think about it, that's the way. That's the way they're. That's why they are who they are. That's why they're. I'm telling you, they're. I believe we're right and they're wrong. You think you're always right, so. No, I believe that the United States is right. You know, I, I mean, for you know, staying to the right. I don't know. I mean, if you really look at the way, because there is somewhere that we're going, and I was looking at, you know, if we're on the opposite. You ever see the roads in England? On, on, I've never been there, and neither have you. So we've only and seen them on TV. Well, we have like <laughs> we have people from England, and all, they write to us. They've told us how tight the roads are. Like that's one of the reasons they say that you don't see a lot of the. A lot of hoods over in those state, those countries, because of the roads are so tight. More cab overs. Well, we could do it. We'll do a poll. How many think that the United States roads, not talking about the width or anything, but which side of the road you should drive on, is more easier to drive on, or is yeah. the so, other countries completely so around the world? You want to know basically because like ninety percent of our view. I mean, we got a lot of people over in England, but we got a lot of people in the United States that listen to us. You know, you're, are you asking them if they want to change to the left side of the road? No, I'm not asking them to be a lefty. I'm asking them to see if they want to, if, if they feel as though that our side of the road is, is correct, is easier to, to handle and, and more correct than what the other sides would be. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with the right side. So, Kat, the first vote's on the right. Um, you ready to move on? Yep. Okay, wh- one last thing. Uh, Pennsylvania is conducting... This starting on the twenty eighth or twenty ninth, I think it is, a one month inspection or I'm sorry, 
basically, it's like a statewide aggressive driving lookout. This is specifically what they're trying to do is catch aggressive drivers. People that run lights, people that run um, stop signs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up here. I just want to show you what this is. It's a month-long statewide aggressive driving blitz. It says, and this is Pennsylvania, our, our old state, where we're from. This is where Ruth Ann and I grew up in, Pennsylvania, up in the Northeast. Wow. We don't even like going back there that much anymore, do we? Mm-mm. Except, well, the food's good. Listen, if you go anywhere in the United States, where, where do you think the best pizza is? Honestly, it's PA, New Jersey, and New York. It, it, there's, there's not even a question. Pizza is like a food group in the Northeast. Like when you go anywhere else for pizza, and like those Chicago people, they brag about their pizza. It's not even, the, Chicago pizza's good. It doesn't even come close to the Northeast. I don't think it does. They're not even on the charts. What's so funny, they got this Chicago versus New York pizza argument forever, right? And I, I don't even know why. What's the differences between them? Well, Is Chicago. It the sauce? Well, the way they cut it little little squares out in Chicago, they got to be different in Chicago. But we'll okay, cut so ours. We'll square. cut ours in little squares. Well, we have Sicilian, so that's our squares. So exactly, but like they put them in like kid bites. Like they, the Chicago pizza is good. I'm not going to say it's not. It's bad. It's good pizza. I've had Chicago, but it's nothing like Pennsylvania pizza. My gosh, if you have a bad pizza in Pennsylvania, you're out. You're out of business in a day. You gotta produce like top grade pizza. So, anyways, going back to the Blitz. It's in Pennsylvania. According to PennDOT, um, it says uh, from July 29th through August 23rd. Now, guys, I'm serious. Be on, they're, they're on the lookout for guys weaving in and out of traffic, running stop signs. It says more than 60 law enforcement agencies. So it's like in every county, okay, throughout the state will be patrolling Pennsylvania's roadways, looking for drivers who are aggressively in an effort to reduce the number of crashes, injuries, and deaths. So what do you think about that, Ruthann? Aggressive drivers? I don't like them. Do you like my driving? No. Okay. Well, my driving's not aggressive. Yeah. Authorities will be looking out for red light runners, speeders, distracted drivers, tailgaters, and heavy truck violations. Now think about that. Tailgaters. That's that's where truckers really got to be careful. One of the issues with truck drivers, as we know, some, you know, four-wheelers like to pass us. And then slow down. I wonder why they do that. Yeah. It's like pass and get your ass down the road, man. Next thing you know, you're slowing down in front of me. Now you're holding me up. And guess what? I go by a cop and it looks like I'm tailgating. So all I'm saying is you guys be really careful right now, if, especially anybody that passes you on a hill or brake checks you or blah, blah, blah. I would say back off because they're looking, they're looking to ticket you. This is what they're specifically looking for. It says last year, 39,141 aggressive driving related contacts were made it said 22,323 citations were giving for speeding 3,077 were given for failure to stop at red lights and stop signs so if you're in pennsylvania watch out drive smart drive smart yeah i hate aggressive drivers i tell you pretty much almost every time we get in the vehicle that i hate your driving well See, the difference between you and I, like, you like to just stay in the granny lane. No, I don't. Yeah, a lot of times you do. No. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Just stay in the slow lane. And then, like, when you come to a red light, 
all that left lane that was clear that you could have got over and been like May 2nd or 3rd at the light. Now 10 more people come up. So that's just 10 more people ahead of you. I'm just saying the way I think. So I kind of, I like to just take the shortest, you know what I mean? Like if there's a, a hole, I move over, I go down. It usually works out. Mm. But you call that aggressive. You are aggressive. I'm not aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm, I used to be an aggressive driver. Now I am more mellow. Mm. What does that mean? Mm. In your head, maybe. No, I'm serious. You gotta admit, compared to the way I used to drive, for real. But you, you, yeah. Am I better compared to what you? Yes. If you want to look over the whole 26 years, okay. yes. Compared to 10 years ago, you are. How many not? I'm like, gosh, I'm somewhat like better, maybe. Boy Scout driver now. No. Oh my gosh. No, still you're. No. All right. Not not that good. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in talk CDL? Do you have a word of the day by the chance? I do. What do you got? I remember your last one was juggernaut. It was. I have. He's a juggernaut. What do you got? I have. Um, Hold on. I got to turn my volume up. Hit it. Hold on. (laughs) You clicked it and nothing happened. (laughs) Here's Dan's word of the day. Tensile. Tensile? With a T as in Tom? Tensile. Yep. Let me see. T-E-N-S-I-L. Tensile. S-I-L-E. Tensile. 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 I, I, I don't even know what it would mean. Relating to tension. Tensile. Yep, tensile. Um, capable of being drawn out or sc- stretched is the other. Like tensile, tense, or... Give it to me again. Give it to me in a sentence. The flooding increased the tensile forces and caused the cracks in the foundation. Okay, I get it. The tensile quality of steel allowed for the construction of high rises. Hey, do you know what word I really like that was invented in the last 12 months? Hmm. Can I tell everybody? Start with a C. Yeah. <laughs> Cheetle. Okay, now people are going, what the hell's Cheetle? Okay. You know when you eat Cheetos and you get that orange stuff on your fingers? There you go. Exactly. Everybody, <laughs> like they make jokes about that too, by the way. <laughs> Your brothers were really bad, especially Billy. Okay, so anyways, um, so the Cheetos came up with this contest. They wanted to name the re- the orange residue that's left on your fingers after eating the Cheetos. And so I guess somebody came up with Cheetle, which is really cool because now whenever I eat Cheetos, you'll go, you got stuff on your finger. I'll go, oh, look at all the Cheetle. Mm-hmm. Right? I actually use the word Cheetle. He does. Or the other day you said, oh, I got to go wash the Cheetle off my fingers. I've got to go wash the Cheetle off my... Hey, Ruthann, would you like my Cheetle? Would you like to lick my Cheetle? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're out of here, Ruthann. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.